I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Here it is, here it is, right now. Welcome. Prime time with Isaac and Souk. What is going on up here? I never know, man. Unbiased. Shut, shut, your, shut your mouth. Uncompromised sports talk without the sugar coating. I hope you're happy. You wasted everyone's life for 30 seconds. Isaac Rop and Jason Sukanik. Now shut up and let me do my job. The best in sports coverage. This is going to be great. This is Prime Time with Isaac and Souk on 1080 The Fan. Hey, what it do? Ahoy! What up? Sadness. What? Sadness. Why? The, Tom Brady. Tom freaking Brady. How am I supposed to concentrate on weather? So when you're I, when sad I that no, Brady retired? I don't give two S's that Tom Brady retired. Is he dead? <laughs> cares? It's possible. I'm I'm good with Tom Brady leaving. <laughs> Screw him. Get out of here. I'm tired of him. He's old. Screw you, Tom Brady. Not good anymore anyway. You old. Ba- Go to hell, you old bastard. Not a sad day at all. As a matter of fact, the sun is a shining. <laughs> it was the first day that it wasn't seven degrees outside in a while. It was fantastic. <clears throat> Felt warm. No jacket today. Straight T-shirt. Feeling pretty well. Long sleeve T-shirt, but still. That's feeling, crazy. You feeling, know, you are really wild. Feeling pretty, pretty good. You're frisky today. Mm-hmm. Feeling good. Well, as long as you got the stocking cap on, you're fine. That's where you're. Yeah, uh, that's, that's where, a key. That's the key. That's where the heat releases from. Yeah, it used to be. You know, Northwest, you'd just need a rain jacket with a little hood on it. Yeah. Now you just need a sweatshirt. Well, now you just need a stocking cap. A little beanie, and I'm good yeah. to go. And maybe a, maybe a nice little vest well, for I'm wearing, your torso. I am a fan of the vest. You know, I when well, the torso gets cold. Yeah, I mocked the vest for. But many, yet you need the the, the uh, loose arms yeah. to uh, throw your axe or swing your golf club. Yeah, that's why me. Wink Martindale does it that way, right? That's right, Wink Martindale. You mean the defensive coordinator, Wink Martindale? Yeah, he's always doing the sleeveless thing. Yeah. He's doing like a uh, like a workout that. boxer vest with like the Under Armour sleeves. I'm a big layer guy. Yeah, I can see that. Well, again, you got to stay. Why do I come across as a layer yeah, guy? You, you come across as a layer guy. Good well, for golfers too. Get yeah. the arms free. Yeah, you got a layer. It's an active sort of uh, layers are an active lifestyle change. sort of thing. Things yeah. change. You got to be ready to uh, adjust on the fly. You got to be right. ready to audible. That's right. You got to be able to go red panties, red panties. Yeah, yeah. I love all your Tom Brady. Uh... <laughs> well, I wasn't he, the greatest. Let's just mix it in today. The greatest football player of all time retired again. This will be the Tom Brady show. <laughs> well, he's a little An bit, homage to Tom's. Like Sugar Ray Leonard. Well, this re- we'll see if this retirement takes. He did say this one's permanent. Tom's braids. Oh. Yeah, I saw a great tweet. Uh, uh, I don't know. Some guy. <laughs> Somebody on. There. You saw a tweet from somewhere. Somewhere. Well, you'll just, never forget it. I love little things like this. He was just like, you know, imagine you're walking on the beach, you know, in the morning and. You know, you just walk in your dog, and right over those dunes there is Tom Brady retiring. You yeah. Because he was just like sitting yeah. on some beach, some yeah. dune on a beach. And you just walk over, you're like, oh, that's. Uh, oh, my God. Uh, Do you go up and like photobomb that? You're like, ha-ha! I just hey, walked Brett up Danny, on Brett Danny. Tom Brady. <laughs> Tom Brady retiring. On a dune. You think that was like a spur of the moment decision? And do you think he's like, God, I gave up my family for uh, for that? 
Like he, his family disintegrated over that last year in Tampa. I have a, I have a new theory that I will reveal in our next segment. Okay. Because uh, a new Tom Brady theory. Well, Tom's braids is the topic today, but um, <clears throat> he's the topic of our poll question, so I'll, I'll spare you. Okay. But yeah, I, I got a new theory. All right. Yeah, I'm interested. Two new theories, actually. <laughs> so basically, you're just going to do the throw everything against the wall well, and yeah. see if something sticks. Well, yeah, because that's what everybody does with Brady. Nobody really knows, right? Nah, you this just... came out of nowhere. Nobody, nobody saw this coming. We all assumed that he was again. He gave up his family to come back. We assumed that he was playing more than the one year. Yeah, I and mean, Giselle's like, damn it. Not even his friends and con- close confidants no, leaked everyone, the news. Everyone thought he was coming back. Yep, see? I also have a theory. I wonder if, if one of them is your theories as well. well I, love oh, that we I, just, love I love that we just have nothing but... I don't have any theories. Why not? I don't... <laughs> You're a sports talk radio guy. <laughs> I'm supposed to have theories? What is the matter with you? Well, You're I'm, really slipping. I'm less Stephen A. I, I, I don't have theories. My theory is that well, Tom Brady's depressed and lost a bunch of weight and now is going <laughs> to... He said he's he lo- depressed. Well, you said he and he didn't. You didn't say. The report was oh. that uh, he was talking to Jim Gray on whatever that podcast he does. He lost twenty pounds this year, and like he was, oh. he was not doing because well. of the. Well, that's what Joey's theory is. Yeah, it's, Joey, it, his life was crumbling. Yeah. So. Well, now it's not. <laughs> or is it? Or is it? Oh, but I guess like for someone his size and someone that t- takes care of his body like that to lose twenty pounds, that's and you know over the season he looked like Skeletor. His face is all sunken in. He, you know, we all know that divorced guy that's like, yeah, I'm living it up. And you look at him, you're like, dude, you look like hell. And he's like, no, I'm doing great. Life's fantastic. That was Tom Brady. Just because you're Tom Brady doesn't mean you can't be depressed. In fact, depression, like, not Tom Brady's not going to off himself, but, you well, know. Well, maybe he will. Well, it's possible. Suicide Why is, would you say that? Well, because there's this idea that if you have money, you can't be depressed. And it's the dumbest thing in the world. Who because thinks that? Lots of people. Well, those people are dumb. Like, oh, how can you? I'd give anything for your life. Well, that's great, but it doesn't change the fact that the dude might be going through some stuff. <sighs> and Tom Brady was going through some stuff. Yeah, but you know, he's all right now. <laughs> Look at him. <laughs> now he's going to retire. Got a hot model. Yeah, he's got a. Doesn't new... have to beat his brains in every year now. And now he gets to go make whatever it is thirty million dollars a yeah. year broadcasting. Broadcasting. Yeah. Until Greg Olson surplants him. Wait, what if Brady's terrible at it? He might be because Olson's good. So if if Brady is uh, if Brady stinks if he's like Jason Witten what if he gets benched he gets benched year one for Greg Olson it's like nice try Greg the leg um so we'll get to that in our next segment but um, did you see who was at the Blazers game the other night uh celebrity yeah I did celebrity. did you see that Will Ferrell the, the oh, great yeah. Will Ferrell I did see that he was firing up the crowd courtside at the Blazers game yeah why was Will Ferrell courtside Zers raps he was wearing a puffer wasn't he. I don't know what he was wearing, I but think he had a puffer. Yeah, I saw him down there, and he was waving his arms. That might be the biggest celebrity ever at a Blazers game. Now we've had to have well, bigger celebrities, okay. right? Who else? Who? Mm, they just. They, I mean, talk- there's some sportsers. Yeah, we've had Floyd- uh, Daniel. Uh, Daniel, um, Daniel Larusso is going to fight Daniel what? Baldwin. Gosh, I remember that. <laughs> we had him. Yeah, I remember he was going to take over Portland. Uh, I mean, there's not... I I, I ran over uh, Eva Longoria, or Longoria. Yeah, she's not as big as Will Ferrell. Nah. Floyd Mayweather. Not as big as Will Ferrell. Floyd Mayweather's kind of a big deal. He's a sports guy, though. Has, the president, is, has the president of the United States ever that, done? That was the one thing I was wondering, is if there was ever a president at any point that popped in. And I don't know the answer to that. I don't know. But outside of that, I can't remember a bigger well, celebrity at the Moda Center. Are you on Celebrity Watch? 
Oh, yeah. it's a big deal. When celebrities come to the, especially in Portland, yeah. not necessarily in L.A., but when they when they come to Portland, you hear about it. I bet you that's something we need to, like, Danny would know that. I bet you he tracks that. He would know that. He, he probably is, has a spreadsheet on it. Yeah, he's uncomfortably uh, obsessed with the Blazers, and I, that's something that I feel like he would know. So he's probably listening right now. He texted, like, in the early part of the show because he's got, like, that hour drive back to Newburgh. Oh, uh, yeah. He lives in Newburgh. Yeah, he lives out there. He lives on the sticks. Yeah. So uh, if mm. I'm guessing if there is one man that can tell us who indeed is the biggest celebrity ever to show up at a Blazer game, it would be Danny Murray. Someone said Tiger Woods and Jack Nicholson were at a Blazers-Lakers playoff game once. And that's bigger than... that's. Yeah. Now that's bigger. I could see Jack being at a Lakers-Blazers game in Portland if it were the playoffs. Yes. I, I could see that. Yes. Uh, I don't Absolutely. know if that happened. I can't confirm. Well, and and you, you also have to imagine there Tiger. could be a handful of uh, really high-profile athletes that have had the opportunity just yeah, coming from yeah, Nike. Nike. Again, I, I get that, but I mean, short of Tiger Woods or Michael Jordan, I just don't think you're going to find an athlete that's bigger than uh, Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell is an international superstar. He is. But you know? let's not act like Will Ferrell is is Jack. Will Ferrell hasn't won an Oscar. That's close, but I would say Jack beats Will Ferrell. You think that's close? Yeah. Really? In terms of, yeah, you, you celebrity. Think Will Ferrell yeah. of Step Brothers. Yeah, great movie. It's is the same. No, as, I didn't say the same. I said it's close. It's close. Yeah. As one of yeah. the best actors of all time and maybe well, one I'm not of talking the three about, or four most wait, iconic wait, wait, wait. actors of all time. I'm not talking about their acting chops. I'm talking about their popularity, their fame. And Will Ferrell, I might, you might even go as far as to say internationally, Will Ferrell is more famous than Jack Nicholson. Because Jack Nicholson's old. <laughs> and I think there's a lot of people who, if you would show Jack, show him a picture of Jack Nicholson over the last 10 years, they'd be like, who's that? Wow. He hadn't done anything. Will Ferrell. Well, he's retired, and he's well, like 80. He, exactly my point, which is why he's not that famous anymore. Look, of course, to you and I in our age group, Jack Nicholson more famous than Will Ferrell. But internationally, I don't know if that's right. Mm. I don't know if that's right. <laughs> that's It's close. I, 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 don't, I, I don't agree with that, but you know, what do I know? Uh, nothing. Apparently nothing. By the way, uh, we don't know why he was there. Although some are saying he's a Raptors fan. Uh, he's that not, would be odd and weird. I, he's not Canadian. No. He's from Los Angeles. He's an L.A. guy. But they said he's a Raptors fan. Oh. The they, one other piece of information we have is that he stopped into a southeast Portland pie shop. He comes yeah. for the pie. Got he one stays. slice of apple, one slice of cherry. Yeah, the he pool. was at Loretta Jean's Bakery. He's an apple cherry guy, huh? Isn't so, that a weird... So if I asked you, where is Will Ferrell going to go after the Blazers game, would Loretta Jean's Bakery have come up on your list? I would have gone Steakhouse. Because most of the time, like when the, the athletes come into town, they either go to ringside or they go to El Gaucho. Like they have little autographs that's like on well, the wall. Well, he's not an athlete. No, but I just kind of assume that those are... I don't know. I, I guess that's where I'm assuming that he would. If you said, where does he go after the game? You know, well, that and Mary's. Wait, Mary's isn't there anymore. So yeah, I don't picture him as a perv. Do you? <laughs> oh, sure. I picture, I picture him as a perv. I don't. He's a Hollywood celebrity. You're telling me he's not a perv? Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, he's a perv. I think there's pervier than him. <laughs> well, I'm not saying that he's the perviest of the pervies. Yeah, as but... a matter of fact, if, if you were to say, who is like, if you, if you say of all the celebrities in celeb land, who is more straight and narrow, mm -hmm. like just really just pretty normal? Yeah, I would. I would. Will Ferrell would be one of my guys. Yeah, I can see that. I think he lives a normal life. He doesn't have. He's married and has kids. He's married and has kids, and, and he travels around, but he doesn't do all that much. Like I think he's smart enough to. You know, he's got that balance of like, yeah, I'm rich now. 
Yeah. Look, all I know is... Occasionally rolls to an NBA game. When you reach the point of Will Ferrell, I assume that you've got you've got dead bodies like that what do you mean by that well you, you think he's a murderer you just my dead body skeletons in the closet oh you've got oh the, the opportunities coming your way well, don't you think if he were a creepo like in terms of the me too stuff and like the you know cancel you know all that stuff you, you remember that i do remember that don't you think we would know that by now no you think that everyone in Hollywood has been outed? The handful of people that got outed, you think that's the 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 width of that? No, no but I I Bill think Cosby that... raped people for like forty years until yeah. like Hannibal Burris finally like called him out on stage, and and no, you can you can go a long long time, and I'm not saying Will Ferrell is some giant perv or anything, but mm. if you're uh, if you're of a certain fame, and Will Ferrell certainly is in that fame. Uh, I mean, you think he's bigger than Jack. I just kind of assume that you have, you've got some stuff. You've got some stuff that you probably don't want out there. Do you think he killed Jeffrey Epstein? <laughs> no, but how about this? There's not a celebrity in Hollywood that you that you would shock me if they if you told me that they were on the uh, manifest of the of the Epstein plane. Wouldn't shock me at all. Not one bit. All right. Well, it was cool to see him there. Uh, at the Blazers game, that's a big celeb for us, uh, little little old Portland, you know. Yeah. And then they put him on the big screen, and he plays yeah. the Will Ferrell party. Yeah. Gets everybody fired up. He stares down the Raptors bench. You <laughs> well, know? He, is, he is Jackie Moon. It's great. Yeah, so he's got a little basketball flavor. Now that guy gets it. Yeah, he's the sort of guy that I could see in an NBA game in a like throwback Blazers uniform. I can see him standing up, <laughs> ripping off like the the warmups, doing a bit, and doing a bit, and. And and just being in like the the nineteen seventy seven short short like the Bill Walton thing, I could see that headband, full meal deal. One of my favorite things that Will Ferrell ever did, and I I love Will Ferrell. I think his movies are fantastic. Not all of them, but Will Ferrell is is greatness. My favorite thing that Will Ferrell ever did is when he went on Conan O'Brien. He would go on Conan and he would go to promote something, but he would go in character and he would refuse to break character. I remember once he he went on. Actually, I think he did a couple times. He would go on as Robert Goulet, and refuse to be interviewed as Will Ferrell. He would only go on as Robert Goulet, and and Conan would try to get him to talk about whatever project he was doing. And no, he would only talk about Robert Goulet, who was dead. Another time he went on as Little Debbie. You know the Little Debbie snack cake girl. Yeah. He dressed up as Little Debbie, and Great. only wanted to talk about Little Debbie snack cakes. Another time he went on as a leprechaun a with bit. with a with a half shirt and like leprechaun like a speedo. I remember that. And another time he came on with a uh, like a bird on his shoulder that he called Professor Feathers, and he refused to acknowledge that there was a bird on his shoulders. And he would just do these bits. Another time I remember he came on in women's sunglasses, and he got mad at Conan because Conan kept talking about his sunglasses. He just was. He's the best late night guest of all time. And then he was when he was on Letterman, he would always do Harry Carey, right? Yeah. Like Dave had to have him do Larry, yeah. uh, Harry Carey. He just was. He's one of those guys that I'll bet you away from. He's about as funny as you're going to be away from the spotlight. I think if you're just hanging out with him, you're. He's just naturally funny. Great bit. Well, he was in Portland. Rest in peace, Will Ferrell. Um, let's get to talking about Tom Brady. Big story. Do you know he retired? I just heard about it. I was listening to this program right here. The fan will tell you everything you need segment, to know. And I, I heard Tom Brady is retired. We're all Again. over the sports news here on the fan because we're a sports station. So we'll uh, get to that with our poll question. 
next on The Fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, here's today's poll question. Wow. Just saw a text. Somebody said, uh, you get all kinds, you know, it takes all shapes and sizes, right? Yeah. Will Ferrell is not funny at all. He's nothing but annoying. Mm-hmm. Man, you wow. You can't make everyone happy. Wow. I find him hilarious, but I can see where someone if you didn't get his brand of humor, I could see where he would come across as as like a like on your nerves. I not have two or three funny. friends that think he's not funny mostly because they think he kind of peaked or plateaued at old school and nothing he's done since has been any different. Well, he's just running out the same act. That's well, I feel that way. That, about that's what that's, that's fair. And I, I like him. I still think it's funny, but I'm with Suk that that's a dude who it doesn't matter. We have a unique perspective on this because we're amazing. Suk and I. (laughs) I mean, clearly. But also because we've interviewed a lot of comedians over the years, big name comedians. Yeah. And they've been in studio. And that's a very different experience than a phoner or just watching their stand up. Yeah. And I can tell you that, uh, and I'm sure you would concur, that a lot of them, some of them are not very funny unless you tee them up for their written material yeah they're actually very they're bland actually really and, and boring kinda, and yeah dull. weird yeah but then the light comes on and it's like go to and they're great performers but then there's another part of there's another lot of them and these are the ones that i always like they're just naturally funny guys yeah. like uh, zach galifianakis yeah. it falls into this category just that you run into them anywhere and they're going to be cool and they're going to be funny yep. and it doesn't matter you they don't have to do their own bits they're just naturally and, funny and i think will, will ferrell is certainly one of those guys yeah. but i can see why someone would say what your buddies like say. I, I have that opinion of adam sandler yeah like yeah. i think adam sandler is maybe the most unfunny person <laughs> on the planet right now and it's weird because if, if you go back i think his early stuff is fantastic and he's done some dramatic stuff that's okay but i think adam sandler is atrocious like awful and yet he's he's hugely popular hugely successful I don't think he's done anything good in a decade. Yeah. I also don't think it's fair to, I mean, Will Ferrell now has found a formula that makes him $100 million every time he does a movie or whatever it is. So, like, I think the breadth of what he's able to do, you look back at some of the skits, him being able to be funny in other ways. What he does now probably isn't isn't fully representative of, of how funny he is and can be. Well, I think sometimes, too, I feel like Adam Sandler's not even trying to be funny anymore. Like, he doesn't care. No. Uh, he stopped caring because he's worth a half a billion dollars. Because it's know. hard to be on all the time. I think I've seen a few things of Will Ferrell where he's not on, and it's awkward. Yeah, I mean, 
Have you ever seen him where he's not really, he's like annoyed or sure. Well, there's a thing where it's, he, it's, it's alarming if you catch someone that's so jovial like that and they're in a situation, they're in a bad mood because that's what I mean. Yeah. Like, I've seen a few of Will Ferrell like that and I, and it's like, Oh boy. But I think Adam Sandler just is like, ah. he's funny. I, I think if you sat down with Adam Sandler, you'd, you'd be probably laughing wholeheartedly. I just think that <clears throat> whenever we see him now, He's not really. He doesn't care. He doesn't try. No, I think see, he he's at a point where he can make whatever he wants with his friends, and there's no effort put into it, and it's just atrocious, and it doesn't matter because it makes money, and I can't fault him for that. But people all the time love to bag on people because you're not as good as you once were. Well, I like the Johnny Carson, David Letterman way. Yeah, they both were funny, and I think both naturally funny men. But when they stepped away. They didn't come back. No. And Dave has done a few things. Yeah, he does that, the the he Netflix has. thing where yeah. he does the one-on-one interviews. And so it's not are... fully away, but Dave's pretty He's low profile. Pretty low. Yeah. And Carson never, nope. like, you never saw him. Never and I, I like that approach better. Like, if you're going to be Adam Sandler and you're the man in the, whatever, 90, 2000s? Yeah, 90s and 2000s. And you're done. Like, you really are fed up and, like, you have all the money you want and you just want to be a family guy. Yeah. Just don't. Don't come back out. Yeah. Like tip, or, of the, tip of the cap. You know, it's just I don't know. I mean, they can do whatever they want. Who am I to say? I'm just saying that yeah. it's just a, it's a cooler vibe when it's like, wow, they were great. What? Where are they now? Yeah. Like Johnny Carson just died. Yeah. Well, there's guys that maybe don't take like, that exact approach, but like uh, Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey stepped away at kind of the peak of his powers and doesn't do a whole lot. Eddie Murphy did a little bit of this where he just kind of did some kids' movies and just kind of dabbled in stuff and well, stayed and away Sandler, for a lot. Sandler started to kind of do a lot of serious stuff. Yeah, and that's you know? and, and it's his best. It's To me, it's his only good work that he's done in a decade plus is uh, we had the one, um, was it Unfinished Gems? Uncut Gems. Uncut Gems was really good. I like that one. Yeah, like he's the Punch Drunk Love. Like he's done some more dramatic stuff. Funny People was pretty good, and that was a, a comedic drama. It's just like it's yeah. The Jim Carrey one's interesting because he really is. I think that's another guy that could make you roll laughing as funny a human being if he is, wants. If he wants. If he wants. But, but he doesn't. I think recently yeah, he doesn't do a whole lot. He just hasn't. I I think those guys are afraid to get like. I, I would imagine it sucks everywhere you go and everything you do. They want you to be. You know the funniest yeah. version of you, yeah. and it's just you're not always in that well, mood. Well, someone said, like, you think Jim Carrey acts like Jim Carrey at dinner, and yeah, I think a lot of people, if he pro- wants. yeah, if he wants, but that's got to get exhausting when people want you to be, you know, Ace Ventura when you're out at dinner. I can only imagine after a decade or two of that, you just probably want to be done with it. And Carrey's a different cat; like, he got interest, but he went a little Aaron Rodgers and kind of got yeah, into some, weird. got into some deep thought and the ayahuasca stuff. And all right, all enough of that crap. Oh, yeah, Tom Brady. Let's talk about sports. Yeah, where's my Tom Brady talk? Right here it is. Dusty's got to you know go home and cry and then you know do something to his Tom Brady cutout. Dusty, you know I got to tell you we are surrounded by really bad sports fans at this. Mm-hmm. I mean Dusty's that's just ridiculous. He's Astros, a Patriots, Astros, and Astros, and Patriots. Astros fan. The two cheatness ass franchises in all of sports. Meringue's a USC guy, right? Which is weird. I know. And then you got Officer Potter, who's. Got who knows who he's a fan of today. Yeah, whoever whoever is winning at the time, and then we got uh, we got Dirt who won't shut up about the Giants. He's obnoxious. He's one of the most obnoxious Giant fans of all time. Then we got Buck. God, don't even get me started yeah, on him. Yeah, Buck. He's a Duck Niner guy who loves Duck Niner guy. Don't no forget one. the Warriors or the Giants. Oh yeah, he's a warrior honk. Just ask him. 
Mm-hmm. And the Sharks when they're good, but they haven't been good for a couple of years. Did you know I used to do Sharks talk, sports talk? <laughs> I did. I think we've talked about this briefly. Somehow, some way, <laughs> right. you did a little bit of uh, San Jose Sharks talk. Yes, That's he right. Did. He did. He was breaking down Joe Thornton. In San Francisco. <laughs> yep. Not even kidding. Nope. They were in the midst of the Stanley Cup playoff run, and we had to Let's talk go. Sharks hockey. All right. Uh, the poll question today on Twitter, at 1080thefan, brought to you by AAA Heating and Cooling, a family business helping families for over 60 years. AAAIAQ.com. Where will Tom Brady be in September? Home with Giselle. Home with a random hot. With the Niners or with the Bucks? You must vote, vote hard. He will be home with a random hot. Actually, he'll be on the broadcast with, uh, you know. Ooh, I should put that on. The yeah, he'll be, he'll be broadcasting. But he's not. He's done. He's not. Somebody, there was a report that he was not going to broadcast this year. But he already signed that deal, right? Yeah, but maybe he's taking a year off to kind of whatever. Sounds like they'll let him do whatever he wants. Sure. If he eventually comes into the booth. Yeah. So either he's in the booth or he's he's just done at home with a hot. I'm, I'm guessing from everything you've heard about how hard this year was and the divorce and the weight loss and all that, my guess is that Tom is going to take some time to get to, who was it? Was it Marshawn, the mentals? Yeah, yeah. got to work on your mental. Take care of your mental. Something tells take me. Take care that, of your mentals. Take care of your chickens. Well, he, <laughs> that's right. Take Tom, care of your chickens. Tom's got his chickens in in, in a row. Yes. He doesn't have to worry about that. Yes. But uh, something tells me that Tom's going to take some time. That's why this was so surprising. But when you listen to the reports of how rough this year was, I, I think he's just a guy that is a little lost right now, and and it wouldn't shock me to see him pull a, a Kingsbury and. Well, maybe uh, you know, maybe take the new Instagram hot to Thailand for a little bit. Wouldn't shock me to see him back with his, the love of his life, <laughs> Giselle. <laughs> She's moved on to a jiu-jitsu instructor. Yeah, he's he's not he's no Tom Brady. <laughs> no, he's not, and she knows that. Well, I think that was an fu to Tom, was it not? Like, well, hey, you I, don't you don't theory... want to take care of business here? You want to go play? Well, I'll take care of business with uh, you know, we'll work on the Kimura together. My theory is that. He wanted out of the house last year, and that's why he came back. He didn't want to come back, but he did because she drove him crazy. <laughs> he's the one that wanted the divorce, and now that he's not playing, he realizes he needs her and loves her, and she will be back with him shortly. How that are, was your theory, huh? That's my theory. How, wow. how is What's ev- yours? How is every report that he was desperately trying to save the marriage and he didn't want this and then the depression and the weight loss? No, those people don't know. I just think Fake he news. had the perfect opportunity to get off the ride at the pinnacle and and then figure it all out. Like, I don't... The coming back the following year, I just... What I don't do know. I, What's your theory? Well, my, my theory is that he's... He is again not actually done, and when the opportunity is too great and there is a team that is fully loaded that needs a quarterback around week 8 or 10 or whatever it is, that he's going to show up and start throwing balls again on a high school field somewhere, and then probably in L.A. or maybe in Florida, and all the rumors are going to start of the team that needs a quarterback. Could they possibly for this run? That's what I think is going to happen. I'm I'm with Buck. I don't think it it, it happens, but because... Something tells me that he is not going to do the Tom Brady work ethic thing. I think he's going to take some time, put on a few pounds, eat a cheeseburger. But <laughs> I, he's he's a heroin addict, except his heroin is is competition. And I don't think he knows how to not do that, and I think he needs to take some time and figure that out. And if he can't... So he'll be back. If he can't, if he can't figure out something else in his life, then yes, to Buck's point, he can still play this game. He set NFL records for completions and attempts. I know he wasn't fantastic this year, but his team wasn't either. That guy can still play, and he's addicted. He's addicted to this. This is a very formal 
and um, wide-ranging pull, okay? 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 All right. Are you listening? I'm listening. There are three people in here, Souk, Buckley, and me. Show of hands, does Tom Brady play in the NFL again? I'm keeping mine down. I'm also keeping mine down. I think Whoa. it's a possibility. Only one hand up. I think yeah. it's a possibility, but I think it's less likely than it is. I likely. thought we were going to get all three hands. I'm open to the idea, but if I'm a betting man, I'm, I'm you taking, say he's staying I, away. I think he's staying away. Why? Because I, I think he realizes that he's broken. I do. I think he realizes that he 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 cost himself his family. I think he's this is if by if you listen to the reports that he is unhappy. Uh, that he's struggling, and I think he realizes that football won't fix that. And so I think he's going to take some time. And The broadcast thing's interesting. Yeah. Because that could scratch that itch. You hear that from a lot of people. Bill Cowher has said this. Like, the idea that Bill Cowher isn't a coach, when he stepped away, you know, Buck, will you look up how old Bill Cowher was when he stepped away? Because Bill was viewed as one of the best coaches in the NFL. He was a Super Bowl coach, and everyone said that he's going to step away and he'll be back in coaching in another year or two. And he was 49 when he retired. He was 49 when he retired, right? And everyone said that he'll be back, and Bill said that his wife was one of the ones that was like, no, like, we're not doing this. And Bill said that he struggled with that, but that doing the the broadcasting stuff allowed him to stay involved and allowed him to scratch the itch and allowed him to have a real family, raise his kids and, and be a father and a husband. And I remember Gruden saying something similar when he went to work for ESPN the first time around before he came out of, you know, retirement again to coach. He was saying that like, yeah, I still set my alarm for three fifteen in the morning and yeah. it plays Bon Jovi. And yeah. I drive myself to an office where I, I break down film. I'm yeah. just not doing it as a head coach anymore. Yeah. He rented that little office strip mall space and he woke up at three, cheaty in the morning to go watch you want to talk about a guy that is not well i give you john gruden and you know i, I think there's guys that recognize that and guys that lean into it and i think tom maybe for the first time is is recognizing that he is john gruden and i don't think he wants to be oh here's a theory somebody said he retires last year giselle wanted to divorce him anyway so he just goes back to football with the divorce already in the works possible that's possible or coming back showed him that he doesn't really have uh, a lot of reasons to come back again. Yeah, you know, because yeah. that was that was a tough year. Yeah. Well, and and you know, he, again, he had to leave training camp to take his wife to a resort like in the Bahamas to make one desperate attempt to hold it together. Well, I just mean football wise. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, I know he can still play, but yeah, he's that was a tough season. A tough season. And so maybe he was like, oh, okay, yeah, this is oh, okay. Yeah, the, the, Unless the, he's like the this guy says, you know, he's going to become the NFL's version of Robert Ory. <laughs> and he'll just wait. Ring chase. He'll get through, uh, look for the best situation in the summer, sign, bring home the ring, retire back to South Beach, and evaluate again the following <laughs> fall. Not a bad idea. I'll tell you what. The, if, I could, if I could write a script that I wanted to see, it would be that. Week six. Um, let's, week Miami? Miami? Nah, let, let's go with like, a, like, like, can't, like, like Mahomes goes down. Mahomes oh. blows out his knee week six. And and it's like, oh my God, what does Kansas the Kansas City lose three or four in a row? And everyone's like, the season's over, and then here it comes. Here comes Tom out of the tunnel, wearing the twelve with Andy Reid, and comes back and leads Kansas City to a Super Bowl. Are you that's <laughs> I would I would watch that. That stupid eighty for Brady thing, I'm not gonna watch that. But if you make the sappy Disney movie where he comes back in the middle of the year for Kansas City or for some other team, minus the Cleveland Browns, because F the Browns. I would watch that. Maybe this is all a publicity stunt for 80 for Brady. 
It's trying to drum up some trying to drum some up business. Some, it's a pre-Super Bowl commercial teaser. There you go. Oh, you this know? Is, and this is I've got it. It's it's not Kansas City. You know there's only Philly? no, there's only one team where if you were going to have to have the ultimate crescendo, the nauseating American dream story. Oh, he goes back to the Patriots. Dallas Cowboys. Oh God. <laughs> you want to talk about insufferable? No. Yes, Dak gets hurt. I did have that same thought and about he, the Pats if Belichick were to for some reason move on, go reunite with Kraft and another coach of your he choice. He comes back with Jerry Jones and leads the insufferable Dallas Cowboy faithful. I would to hate their him first forever. Super Bowl in whatever thirty-five years. Well, I like Tom Brady, uh, and I don't Not have any. After that, you wouldn't. No, you're right. That would make me hate him. I don't have any ill will towards him, and he can do whatever he wants. But I just don't want to see him go down this Brett Favre sad road. I know. Which it's already kind of started. A little bit. Which is why I think because him coming back last year, which is why I think he's going to be back again, and it's going to be even more sad. Yeah. I mean, Michael Jordan. I mean, it we forget. Yep. Dude, that was awful. Yep. Fat Michael Jordan came back and played for the Wizards in his forties. Yeah. He could not stop. No. And I think Tom Brady's wired that way. Magic did it too. And I know he had to retire, obviously, yeah. for other reasons, but Magic came back as Fat Magic and was playing power forward. And I can't wait for Fat Tom Brady, though. <laughs> That'll all make us feel better, right? Fat Shaquille O'Neal. I mean, it, it happens. Mm. Fat Willie Mays. You know, it's, mm. it's, not, it's, it's never pretty. So hopefully he gets out while it's not, you know, all right. we haven't gotten to that point. Uh, vote on the poll question at 1080thefan on Twitter. Vote hard. Uh, we will wrap up this conversation next. We also have a National Signing Day recap of Palooza coming up. On the fan, here's Buck. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. All right, we have some information for you. Do you like information? Do you like to be smarter? One of the drops that we play often is uh, I would uh, like to know things. Yeah. Yeah, and that's a, a one of your famous drops. I love knowing things. I would like to know things. Absolutely. If someone ever said, do you want to know whatever yes. is coming, the answer is yes. Yes, I want to know. So we have found out, thanks to one of our fine listeners, we were talking about Will Ferrell perhaps being the biggest celebrity ever I at a Trailblazers game. like to know things. <laughs> Look at that. Absolutely. Look at that. Yeah. If I know what they're called, I can find you them can and I can place it. them on a new sheet. Um, 
one of the listeners told us that Gerald Ford, mm-hmm. acting U.S. President Gerald Ford. Former Michigan All-American Center, Gerald Ford. Really? Yeah. Did you just one-up me? Well, kind of sounds did. like it. Yeah, is I that, think he just one-up Is me. that a one-up? Yeah, because center? How yeah. tall was he? Well, no, not basketball. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong center. Well, I mean, that is a position in basketball, right? It is, but he did. Gerald Ford. He was did, a center in football? He was not 6'11", no. He was like Nick Saban playing DB? <laughs> Gerald Ford was a Michigan football player. Really? Yes. Okay, I didn't know that. Uh, he was at a Trailblazers game at Memorial Coliseum in 1974 as acting POTUS. So can we say then... I think that's bigger. That's bigger than Will That's the Ferrell. most famous man in the world, right? At, Leader of the free world. Yeah, I mean, it's like... I would think... Everybody that, knows who he is. At that moment, yes. Right. So Ford was in office at that time, which I think is wild to think. Like, imagine Biden just... Or, you know, Trump or somebody just showing up at a Blazers game. Yeah, that is... I mean, you'd have to have business in town and be like, I would like to go to a game tonight. And I think that in past presidencies used to happen a lot more and not so much anymore. Well, well they, I, go to, uh, they go to football games from time yeah, to time. Yeah, well, Army-Navy. Well, the POTUS was there at that. I didn't see him. Biden? Yeah, I was at Trump the, was at Army-Navy, too. Yeah, they that usually happens. And they don't necessarily stay for the game, but they do show up. Like, when we, when we got to the airport, and I went this year, well, I guess last year, not this year. Uh, when we went in December, when we... Uh, pulled up at the airport air force one was at the airport and we were like oh crap look at that air force one and so we thought maybe they would do the you know big screen and how you do but uh they did not but i and he, i know they go in and talk to the teams and, and and then you can either do the crowd wave or you just you know skedaddle on out of there i'm not sure how popular he was with the crowd maybe that's why well, I've got a list of the 12 best sporting events Barack Obama attended during his presidency. I feel like Obama he went to a lot. Would have been one of the premier like going to to yeah. events guys. So I guess it is sort of up to them, right? Yeah, it's whether what like you want to do. If they have the time and they want to do it. Yeah. He went to a Princeton Green Bay game and sat with Craig Robinson, of course, brother-in-law. brother-in-law. Right? Yeah. Um he went to an Oregon State Maryland game, Again, college basketball game. Brother-in-law. When Craig Robinson was coaching the Beavers and they played at Maryland. Yeah. Uh, he was at the Major League Baseball All-Star game in his uh, White Sox uh, zip-up. <laughs> oh, that was when he got accused of wearing mom jeans, I think. Yeah, yeah. he yeah he threw out the first it, pitch. It wasn't accused. Look, you can say what <laughs> they you They were. You can like Obama, you can dislike him. That man was wearing mom jeans. <laughs> I felt like that put the phrase into our, uh, yeah. our forefront, though. I thought you had to be female to wear mom jeans. No, 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 no. Really? Yeah, you can wear mom jeans. And thats I think it's more of an insult if you're a dad wearing mom jeans than you are. I thought those mom. were dad jeans. No, they're mom jeans. Because they didn't look like Levi's. They looked a little like baggier, kind of almost like Jordache looking style. Did he they hike were, them up like, past his waistline? Like, <laughs> Well, you know the mom jeans are back with I the kids. Know. Believe me. Oh, I they know. are. I don't know. Uh, it's a thing. Uh, Army-Navy, he was at... Uh, he was at... Um, Cavs Bulls, Shock Mystics. He went to a Bulls Wizards game. Chicago guy. Yeah. Phillies Nationals one year. Dude, if I was the POTUS, well, one, that would never happen. But if I was, oh, dude. Go to all kinds of sporting events. Absolutely. I'd be be doing stuff left and right. Are you kidding me? And then internet would be all over you. uh, He never works. He's always at sports games. Exactly, dude. I'd be at the Masters. I'd be at the Super Bowl. I'd be doing all (laughs) kinds of stuff. you kidding me? What's this guy good for? I'd be throwing out first pitches left and right. Come on. I'd be at the Oscars. 
be showing up at all kinds of places. Use it. So do we think Greg Olson's a little pissed about Tom Brady retiring? Well, do you see, he he had a quote about it. No. Yeah, and I'll, I'll paraphrase it because I don't have the exact quote, but he, he said something to the effect of he understands that, that when Tom retires that that contract is there. And he said, if I'm going to get benched, I'm going to make it as hard for them to bench me as humanly possible. Basically, I'm just going to try to outwork you and right. I'm going to make it uncomfortable for someone to come and uh, supplant me. And he did. Greg Olson... He's good. Almost got a like, and this is hard to do because we're very critical of people when we don't, you know, when someone steps into a new role, we love to bash them. And Greg Olson got almost universal praise across the board. See, I think it's the other way. Usually, we like them at first because we're like, oh, it's different, like Tony Romo. And know. now he's uh, awful. No, Jason Witten, Booger McFarland. Did not, we, we well, are, they weren't any good. We are harsh on people when they. Well, they loved Romo. The whole world Romo loved Romo. was good. Romo so he started getting all good. noisy and weird. And now he's terrible. <laughs> God, he's terrible. <laughs> I don't, well, it's he's not going anywhere because he's making. Well, I think what CBS should do is replace Romo with Greg Olson. If Olson gets shoved out at Fox, so you just that's pay, what I you do. just pay Tony Romo his twenty million dollars to not broadcast. Sure, Get there's been a lot of this recently. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! Uh, uh, that's a catch. We got to see this. Oh, that's loose. That is definitely. Oh, oh. Yeah, that's that's what I feel like he's become. Yes, it totally. Jim, he's gotten worse. Don't normally you get better the more you do something. No, I think he's lazy. I think the 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 word on the street is in the uh, broadcasting circles is that he doesn't really put a lot of work into it, and never has. And he, you know, if you notice, he's not out there doing interviews. He, you know, Aikman's doing interviews. Greg Olson's doing interviews. I'm talking about uh, who else is out there? Who who are the uh, uh, Collinsworth? Yeah. These guys. These guys. You'll see them on shows. You'll see them. You'll hear them on podcasts. Even Herb Street, who's doing NFL now. Yeah, they'll they'll be out there. Um, Romo doesn't do anything. He basically golfs and shows up on Sunday. Dude, he 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 didn't understand the Burrowhead thing. Yeah. Until the end of the game, when Jim Nance told him. Like, well, come on, dude. You got to be up on it. Is it possible that he was so good so early yes. that it was just a hundred percent went to his easy. head? Yeah. yeah, he's just like, oh my god, I'm great at this, yeah. and and I just I think you can tell the guys that really put in the work. I think Collinsworth does. I I feel like Aikman does. Um, who else? Greg Olson. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, but I think part of the thing about Romo. And it applies to Olsen is they were so close to the game when they jumped into the booth yeah. that it's easier. Sure. But I think four years removed, or however long Romo's been away, I think it gets harder and harder, right? Yeah. Olsen knows all the personnel. He knows all the coaches. He was he just played, right? So I think that makes it easier for Olsen. Whereas Olsen, over the next three or four years, much like Romo, for him to stay on top of things, he's going to have to put in more work. Sure. That makes sense. And... We'll find out whether he wants to because he really doesn't have to. He's making so much money that once you get Who, to the, Romo, Romo or Olson, Romo, Romo makes twenty. What's Olson? What are they paying? Uh, yeah, they ain't paying him Olsen. twenty. You know, but once you get to that level, it's really hard to, it's really hard to get you out of there. Like Phil Sims was terrible forever, mm. right? And everyone hated Phil Sims, but he did it forever, right? I mean, well, it's, they got rid of Theismann pretty fast. Yeah, although I mean, Theismann did it for a while. Dennis I'm, Miller. It <laughs> <laughs> was like a one year. That was a one. Was year. that a one off? That was a one year. That was a one. Yeah, year if they want to get rid of you, they will. And if Romo really does rub people the wrong way, 
uh, as much as a lot of people are saying right now, I think they can, they'll find a way to get rid of him. I think Nance hates him too. If yeah, you listen to you, them, you've called booth tension dude, in that thing for a serious long booth time. tension. Jim's a very serious man. Yes. And Romo's Romo's not Jim. Jim. I do like when Romo, and I, I have noticed this lately that Romo will ask Jim Nance like a question and Jim won't answer it. And then there's just like a weird moment. And then Romo either answers himself or he goes on to something else. He'll be like, He'll be like, Jim, Jim, what do you think's coming here? And Romo, like, he like throws it to Nance, and Nance doesn't know what to say. He's like, well, like isn't that your job? He's like, huh? And then Romo will will go on and say something. Next time, I mean, there's no more games, but keep an eye on that. I'm telling you, I picked up on that. He asks Nance questions, and then Nance refuses or is incapable of answering, and it causes some very, very weird moments. Well, wasn't the big thing with Romo, like, his ability to predict what was coming? Yes. He doesn't do that anymore. Uh, he never does it. No, and so I don't know whether that was he prepped when he first started doing this gig, or like you said before, he was so yeah. close to having recently played it, it was easier to identify. I think that's either one doing. of those things, or he inks a big new deal. And he's like, well, now now the money's coming in. I don't I don't have to do that work anymore. I don't know. Well, I will say the money in that field is just enormous, yeah. and a lot of people are like, well, why would you like? Why is it so big? Well, because of the things we're talking about. Like yeah. it matters when yeah. we watch these big games. Yeah. You know, 50, 60 million people watch these championship games. One hundred and ten million people. Watch the Super Bowl. Although I, it I, matters, I will say, like that's a lot. Let's say, let's say you're paying Daryl Johnston, who does a really nice job. That moose is L good. Let's say you're paying Moose four million bucks a year. Yeah, and you're paying Romo twenty. Yeah, give me there, Moose for four all yeah, day. There's, there's part of me or if, Olsen for five. Yeah, there's part of me if I'm an NBC person or whatever. I'm like, look, I get for Tony sure. Romo's good, but you know, for I, sure. You know, I, yeah, there's a lot of guys that are better, but yeah. they're just less high profile. Yeah. Like I think Schlereth does a good job on there. Well, and, Olsen or not Olsen, Collinsworth. Didn't we do this one time? They have the salaries of all these guys. Yeah. Collinsworth is only at like five million. Yeah, Collinsworth is a bargain. now that is a deal. Yeah, because he's pretty good. And yeah. I know some people people are gonna be like, oh, I hate Collinsworth. Well, whatever, dude. He's good at what he does. Doesn't mean you have to like him. Yeah, but he's good. Yeah, there's a lot of guys that do color commentary that are not that aren't Tony Romo, but you don't. I don't really. I don't need an over the top. Right. Just give me someone that's good and solid in the booth. And I think there's a ton of those guys out there. But we do fall in love with, you know, the, the name, the, the name Gruden or, or Aikman or, or um, I guess not Aikman. I think Aikman's really good. But Gruden had this. Gruden did a nice job. But I think a lot of what people just loved the idea of John Gruden in the booth and chucking. It's the same thing with Tom Brady. I don't know if Tom's going to be any good. But he's freaking Tom Brady, and they're willing to give him a gajillion dollars to do it. You know the one guy I would say that that – I would tend to agree with you, but there's one guy that I'm like, man – and they tried hard to throw money at him to get him into the booth. Peyton, he, right? Peyton Manning. Yeah. I think Peyton Manning would be great at I it. tend to agree. But I would – He didn't want to. I, I, he's doing his own thing. I would be very interested to hear him because I've never heard it, but Peyton does seem like – if you gave me my dream guy, like I had to bet on one guy who doesn't do it that I think would be amazing at it, I tend to agree. That's the guy. I think it would be. I think it'd be Peyton because he just has the personality. <clears throat> he knows the game as good as anyone, and like, why wouldn't that work? I I couldn't think of a reason why that would fail. All right, we'll wrap up the uh, Brady retirement, and then uh, we'll get to National Signing Day coming up. Three fifty-two on the fan. <laughs> Got more. We're never going to finish this topic. Uh, so, a texter has alerted us to a possible story. But of course, as your noted newsman, I must confirm. Yeah. Well, I have found a story on internet. Uh, a little confusing as to where this happened. This might have been in L.A., 
but I'll read you as it uh, I'll read you what it says as it's printed so you can decide for yourself. We were talking about the biggest celebrity ever at a Portland Trailblazers game and might it be Will Ferrell the other night. This says clumsy Danny DeVito delays basketball game. And it reads, actor Danny DeVito is always careful when he places his drinks on basketball courts after bringing a Los Angeles Lakers game to a standstill by kicking his beverage over. Huh. Okay. So it says, um, the pint-sized star was courtside at a Portland Trailblazers game with actor pal Jack Nicholson when he was targeted by angry fans for his clumsiness. He, he basically kicked over his Coke. Sure. And it went out into the court it happens from time to time you see that even in today but i game. feel like it's kind of this was in 2007 and i feel like that is saying that it's a lakers blazers game in la because nicholson's always courtside in la one would assume but it then it says at a portland trailblazers game so i i don't know where well, that happened well it would be a portland trailblazer game if the blazers were there i mean it, but it kind of sounds like it know. might be in portland i don't know so Does I don't, anyone remember danny devito well so here's the thing though the texts are also telling us and the timeline would add up that nicholson was in salem shooting one flew over to the cuckoo's nest in 74 that movie came out in 74 so if he, as a Lakers fan, was in the Portland area and wanted to catch a Lakers game, it would stand to reason he Wait, could go to a game there. This was I just said this is 2007. This is 2007. No, this this person said this is in 74. Well, they're an idiot. This is from 2007. Oh, yeah. Well, the, the texture said 74. It's not adding up. Is no. it possible that Danny DeVito kicked over two cokes <laughs> at two blazer at two, two blazer two games? blazer games? That one, seems possible. One in 1974. In Portland, and then another one in 2007 <laughs> with in his LA. little legs. You know, his little legs are probably not even touching the ground. Look, I'm not going to lie. If you were to tell me that a celebrity was more the the number one celebrity likely to kick over two cokes, I kind of think it's Danny DeVito. One, he doesn't look coordinated. Two, like you said, his little tiny legs are flailing akimbo. So there's a lot of swinging there. I'm guessing it takes some momentum to get up and down. I'm buying it. Yeah. Look, I'm going on Let's record go right now and saying that Danny DeVito kicked over a coke at a Blazer and a Laker game. 20 plus years apart. Now, if they were in Portland, Nicholson in 74. Yes. Wow. That's like height that's, that's, of. That's yeah, peak. So that would be probably the biggest. But then if DeVito's by his side, that's the. I mean, come <laughs> on. That's like the tiebreaker. If Danny DeVito comes to Portland, Will Ferrell's bigger than DeVito still, though. You think so? I think so. I love Danny DeVito, but I would think Will Ferrell greater than. Danny DeVito. Well, DeVito's still more relevant than Nicholson right now because yes. he's on Always Sunny. It's Always Sunny, and Jack doesn't do anything right now. He's just fat and retired. He'll but be... DeVito's really recognizable. But yes. yeah, Will Ferrell's probably Will still Ferrell's bigger. still bigger. How about the NFC South right now? Got all those quarterbacks in that uh, division? <laughs> so the Bucs, I don't know what they're going to do. We don't know. Don't they have, like, Kyle Trask Kyle or Trask is the guy, but everything, guy. everything that you read is that no one's super high on Kyle Trask. Um, so then you have, what do you have? You have Dalton, mm -hmm. which, uh, or Winston, or Winston. So you have nothing. Well, and you, then you have uh, Sam Darnold. Don't forget in New Orleans. Come on. Oh, Taysom Hill. There you go. He'll which, be a Denver Bronco before you know it. <laughs> yeah. There's not a quarterback in New Orleans. There's not a quarterback in Tampa Bay. There's not a quarterback in Carolina and there's not a quarter. Well, I guess Ritter is in Atlanta. Kind Desmond of. Ritter. Look, well, about this? Do we know what happened with Mariota yet? See, did he just leave the team? Yeah, he just left the team. So he's a 
What's his deal? They're good. They're not going to be. It was a one year deal, right? A, so he's a free uh, agent. No, well, they, they, there was an option there, but if they got rid of him, they saved a bunch of money. So the writing was on the wall. They weren't going to bring him back. He basically said, screw you. I'm not taking this. And he, and he left. So you do not have a quarterback. Is there another division where there is not a single no starting quarterback in the entire division? Because they don't have one power rank the quarterbacks in the NFC South. <sighs> My God. Um, who's the best? It's Winston. But he didn't even he didn't even, he got beat out. Yeah, but by Dalton, we all know Winston's better than Dalton, though, right? I, 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 but he got beat out. So I I don't. I yeah, don't, but that coach is an idiot. <laughs> He's an idiot. I don't know. It's it's not Sam Darnold. No. DJ Walker. Is it Andy Dalton? Is Andy Dalton the best? I think Winston's better than Dalton. But well, let's just say this: whoever is the starting quarterback in New Orleans. Winston, Dalton, or Taysom Hill. Damn, dude. I think that's the best quarterback in that division. That is crazy. That it's, is crazy. Yeah. That division sucks. It is terrible. Yes. It was already terrible. Now there's no more Tom Brady. I didn't even think about that in, in regards to Brady retiring. Because, I mean, the the AFC South stinks, but you have Trevor Lawrence in it. And I guess you still have whatever remnants of, of uh, Ryan Tannehill. But yeah. at least there's there's Trevor Lawrence. And to, like that's that's, yeah. I guess that is pretty. Trevor Lawrence could lose a leg and still be the best quarterback in any of those teams that we just mentioned. Wow. A one-legged Trevor Lawrence. I give him one of those Oscar Pistorius legs, right? Minus the murder. You're telling me that a one-legged Blade Runner Trevor Lawrence isn't better than any of those quarterbacks that we mentioned in the South? He is. He no, he is. Yeah. I think you got to make both legs blades or both legs human for it to be fair. The one-leg blade thing <laughs> might make might be tough. Well, I, I was thinking the blade leg could be the plant leg because of the spring. Ooh. You know, like the plant leg? You could be bouncy. Yeah, like, you you know, think about Fourth your, and goal from the one? Yeah, well, I was thinking more like, think about that five-step drop, right? Stepping up into the pocket with that spring? Yeah, you probably get an extra 15, 20 yards on your deep ball. I mean, that's a rocket right there. That's a, I mean, you're, you're stepping into something with some force. Better than anything you got going on in the freaking NFC South? Well, the NFC North would be the closest if Rodgers leaves. Right, because then you would have Love, Goff, Cousins, and Fields. Yeah, but at least you have. But that's not. I mean, that's not it's bad. Not bad. It's, it's not, not the NFC South. Not good. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Jeez, that division. That'd be a cool stat to see, or like just line up to see the like the worst four starting quarterbacks for a division at one time in history. It has to be. This is pretty. This has got to be close. And we'll see what happens because there's going to be some adjustments. But if it goes into next year and this is what you have. And I can't believe it is. There's, you know, although Tampa doesn't have high picks, Carolina does. So they'll get they'll get their quarterback, or at least you know they'll, they'll get a quarterback. Uh, Atlanta, I don't know what Atlanta will do. You know, because I, I'm trying to remember because they Ritter they, sucks. Well, they they went with Ritter the last couple of weeks and and they weren't they didn't win. But I don't particularly know what he did. I have to look at his numbers. But I can't believe that Atlanta is just like, well, we got Desmond Ritter and nothing else, and. I don't know. New Orleans has been searching for a quarterback for years since Drew Brees retires. I I, I don't know what's going to happen there. All right, let's get to National Signing Day. That was today. And how did the Ducks do? Next on The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with h track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. 
Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.